Hi, I'm Gary Fogle, and welcome to another edition of Kentucky Sports Memories. Glad to have you with me. And this week, we're talking basketball. And I'm going to talk in particular the Sweet 16. And the reason that comes up is I was having a conversation not too long ago with a gentleman who's a friend of mine, and he talked about how of all the sporting events he attends every year, he enjoys the Sweet 16 the most. And it was most difficult for him when it got canceled this year. He goes to both the girls' and boys' Sweet 16, not the entire tournament. He can't get away from work that long, but he attends a session or two every year. And this year he was going to go to the semifinal session for the girls, but they got underway with first-round games and then had to stop it and cancel the rest of the tournament because of the COVID. So he was not able to attend the semifinal games. And then, of course, he couldn't attend any of the boys' games because that was scheduled for the following week, and that entire tournament got canceled. So no Sweet 16 champion in boys' or girls' basketball this past year. Anyway, that got me thinking about the Sweet 16, and um, I was looking at some records for a Sweet 16, and I noticed that in 1969, when Louisville Central beat Ohio County, Central scored 101 points. That's not the most points ever scored in a Sweet 16 game, but it is the most points ever scored in a Sweet 16 championship game. Just to give you a little bit of history, most points ever scored in a Sweet 16 game happened in 1972. That was also by a Louisville Central High School team, but it was in the first round. Central scored 123 points against Paducah Tillman, which scored 87 back in 1972, but that was a first-round game. Second most points scored was 122. That was by Wayland against Bell County. Bell County scored 89 in that game, but Wayland with 122 points. That was a third-place game. Back then, they had the consolation game that they played, so it was a third-place game. By the way, King Kelly Coleman with 68 points in that game for Wayland. That's the most ever in a Sweet 16 game. So that's second. Third is in 1997, Corbin beat Trigg County. Corbin with 105 points, Trigg County with 84, and that was a first-round game. And you got to remember, too, 1997, the three-point line was in play at that point. So I'm not sure how many points Corbin scored from the three-point line, but uh, it had been implemented by then. So Corbin with 105. Now tied for fourth is Ballard in 1988, Allen Houston leading that team. They scored 101 points and knocked off Covington Holmes. Covington Holmes scored 90. But also tied for most points, or I guess for first, second, third, fourth place, and most points scored in a Sweet 16 game was Central, 101 points. But again, they scored their 101 points against Ohio County, which had 72, they scored their 101 points in the championship game. And the 101 by Central in 1969 is the most points ever scored in a state tournament final Sweet 16 history. Ron King was the leader of that Central High School team. He had 44 points in that championship game. So I recently talked to him about that championship and his career. Here's our conversation. You were on that central team that won the championship in 69. Yes, sir. You scored 44 points in that game. 
How yes. did you score 44 points with no three-point line? Well, see, if I had three-point line, I would have had 64 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I'm just a shooter. And them, and them guys are playing a zone. I don't know what's what. As you play a zone, you can't come way out there. And I just let it go. Either I just have to be hot that night. So it, it, it was fairly easy, for real. It was, I got 22 the first half. I got 22 the second half. You beat Ohio County 101 to 72, so you beat them soundly. But yeah. to score 101 points in a high school basketball game, even today, is kind of unheard of. I mean, it'll happen on occasion, but not that often. No, I did it in a championship game mm-hmm. with no three-point line. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's what's so bad about it. I went to, what was it, a year before last, Trinity won, and the score was something like 51-47. I said, hell, I scored that much by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's a big difference because, you know, when we play, we press the whole game. That's why we got and them little guys, they wasn't in the best of shape like we were. So we pressed every quarter, a whole game. And the fourth quarter, you know, they, they tired. And it, it, it's like they just give you the ball. And then we still running and gunning. So it, it, it was fairly easy back then. And Ohio County shouldn't have beat uh, Clark County. That's what we thought. We, Clark County thought they was going to play us. They had a pretty good team. They had Larry Day and uh, Bobby, somebody named Hill, so they had a pretty good team. But they they overlooked Ohio County because they thought they was going to play us. And Ohio County beat them, and Ohio County wasn't even in our ballpark. Uh, so it, it was, I think they were psyched out, you know, the very first quarter. I mean, it, it, was, it was too easy to be a championship game. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it shouldn't have been like that, but it was. That's Ron King, who led Louisville Central High School to the state championship in 1969. Louisville Central with 101 points in that game. That is the most ever points scored in a state championship game, Sweet 16 history. And it is tied for fourth most points ever scored in a Sweet 16 game period. Ron King with 44 points in that game. For that entire tournament, he had 120 points, so that's an average of 30 points per game for the entire tournament, and that ranks sixth most points scored in a Sweet 16 tournament. Ron King for Louisville Central High School. By the way, it's interesting, that began a string of either Louisville schools, mostly Louisville schools, or a big school winning the state tournament. Because in 68, Glasgow had won it, they're a small school. Then in 69, it was Louisville Central. And from 69 through 75, it was like Central out of Louisville, Shawnee out of Louisville, Mail out of Louisville. Uh, Owensboro won a sweet, uh, sweet 16 in there. And that was when the talk began leading up after the 1975 championship about going to classes in the Sweet 16 because so many big schools were winning back-to-back. And it was, it was like, well, little schools can't win it anymore. And it's only big schools winning this thing. And, of course, in 76, Edmondson County wins it. They're a small school, and everybody drops the conversation about going to classes. But the 69 championship win by Louisville Central was when that string began of consecutive years up through 75 where the tournament was won by a big school. And and, uh, Central with such a decisive win, 101-72 to over Ohio County, 
uh, again, that's when the, the, a lot of the talk began about, I don't know if small schools can compete with the bigger schools anymore. So bottom line, Louisville Central wins it that year, 1969, with 101 points. Ron King with 44 in the championship. And after that, Ron King goes on to play his college ball at Florida State. Now, if you know anything about Louisville, Central High School in Louisville is located, as the crow flies, about less than two miles from the University of Louisville. Ron King grew up, obviously, close to UofL's campus. He was a UofL fan, but yet he did not go to UofL. He went to Florida State. Why is that? Well, he'll explain when we come back. So stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. I'll be back with you in just a moment. We hear from a lot of owners that are stressed because their pet isn't behaving the way they expect it to. Usually this is just a training problem, but sometimes the pet isn't a good match for the owner. It's important to be honest about your expectations and to educate yourself about your pet's needs before you take them home. If you have a rigid schedule, a dog might be a good fit since they usually thrive in a structured environment. But if your schedule is always changing, a cat would probably be a better choice since they're a bit more self-sufficient. And you should learn about your individual breeds and their behaviors. A large, active dog usually is not a good choice for an apartment, and pets that shed probably aren't good for people that like their homes to be spotless. Remember, the more effort you put into choosing your pet, the less effort you'll have to put into keeping them as a valuable member of your family. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. Again, thank you for being with me today. And I've been talking with Ron King, who was the guy who led Louisville Central High School to a state championship back in 1969. They knocked off Ohio County by a final score of 101 to 72. That 101 points scored by Louisville Central, the most ever scored in a Sweet 16 championship game fourth most ever or tied for fourth most ever in a Sweet 16 game period, but the most ever scored in a championship game. Ron King with 44 points in that game. And a little bit about him, as I mentioned briefly, he went on to play his college ball at uh, Florida State. And after that, he played one year of pro basketball for the Kentucky Colonels. And I'll touch on more of that in a little bit. By the way, he also was Mr. Basketball in 1969, his senior year at Louisville Central. Six foot four shooting guard and his backcourt running mate at Louisville Central was Otto Petty. Otto Petty was five foot seven. King, six foot four, Petty, five foot seven. And Petty was not out there so much to score. He did score some, but he was mostly there for his ball handling, his quickness, his assists. He was a great assist man and he was the guy who got the ball to Ron King so he could score. If you're trying to think of somebody that would remind you of Otto Petty, 
When I saw Leroy Bird play, and many of you remember Leroy Bird, who played for Lexington Bryan Station High School. He played for them in the late 70s and early 80s, and went on to play uh, a little bit for the University of Kentucky. But Leroy was five foot five, but lightning quick, great ball handler, good assist man. So if you remember Leroy, that's the type of player Otto Petty was. Otto Petty, five foot seven. And he's significant because when they both graduated from Louisville Central in 1969, you thought, you at least thought Ron King would go on to play for the University of Louisville because Central High School was so close to UofL, just a few blocks away. And Ron King grew up as a UofL fan, but yet he and Otto Petty both signed with Florida State where they went on to have an outstanding career. As a matter of fact, in 1972, Florida State went to the championship game where they were knocked off by UCLA 81 to 76. And I'll get into that a little bit with Ron King. But Otto Petty and Ron King, both significant. And I talk with Ron King about the fact that he did not go to UofL and instead signed with Florida State. He explains the reasoning behind that. Why did you go to Florida State? Because my little buddy went to Florida State. Me and Otto was a package deal. That's what everybody asked me. I couldn't even go to U of L because U of L didn't want Otto Petty. They said he was too small. He couldn't play Division One ball. I said, "You guys are crazy. Best little man in the world." So, I mean, bottom line is we was going together everywhere I went. They said Otto would never play major college ball because he was too small. And it's, it's ironic because me and him started in the 1972 championship game playing UCLA. And I know all of them coaches probably say, hey, King told me that boy could play. <laughs> but that, that's the reason. Florida State, uh, Hugh Durham is from Louisville. You know, he coached Florida State. And he knew that me and Otto wanted to go together. So Otto signed a week before I did at Florida State. But he knew, I, he knew I was going to play with Otto because that's what I've been saying all along. So when Otto signed, I said, that's where I was going. I said, I like the school anyway. But I signed, and then we played together. So that was that was it. Everybody always asked me, I come you didn't go to U of L? Because they didn't want Otto Petty. That's why I didn't go to U of L. But they obviously did want you. Oh, yeah, they wanted me. They took me out. They, uh, they took care of me there. In 1969, I was a guest. You know, they had the NCAA here at Freedom House. So I was U of L's guest then. You know, I went, they didn't, they, they didn't bring Otto. They took me, you know, and they, I visited campus. They thought, they thought I was going. I don't know why, because I told them if Otto didn't come, I wasn't going. John Drummond was coach at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they thought, they thought they had me. But I told them I wasn't going without Otto. I don't know why they thought that. So UofL does not want Otto Petty, so Ron King says, you don't get me either then. And he goes to Florida State, and he plays his college ball with Otto Petty, his high school teammate, his high school friend, and lifelong friend. Otto Petty these days lives in Tampa, Florida, and I spoke with him. Otto, when Ron King was being recruited out of high school, he said he wouldn't go anywhere without you. How'd that make you feel? Made me feel good. <laughs> you guys must have been awfully close. Oh, yeah, we stay close. So what made you decide to go to Florida State? Sunshine State. 
<laughs> you just like the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. But was there anything special about the program? You could tell it was coming up at the time. Yeah, Dave Cowan, Skip Young, and Kitty Macklin, Bowen Garrett, they had, they had them all. Ron Harris had a good team. As a matter of fact, I thought they were the best team in the country. I, uh, Cowan, Dave Cowan's senior year, he the one who went to uh, Boston Celtics. Right, and he's from Kentucky. Yeah, from Covington. Yes, he's from Covington, Kentucky. So they were playing there when you were in high school, and that's what made you interested in Florida State. Yeah, yeah. We went down to visit. So what other schools were also looking at you? Uh, Most like Eastern, Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky, uh, Pepperdine, Xavier, Creighton. You were, let's go back to that championship game in your senior year when you won against Ohio County in that championship. You guys scored more than 100 points in that game. Were you surprised by that? Well, no, I I wasn't. I remember Mr. Graves, Cody Graves told us that we played in every tournament. We scored 100 points in every time we played in. And then in the state, we didn't score 100 points yet. He said, you know, the people are going to be against you. He said, we need to get 100 points. We, we scored 101 points. Well, Otto, you, um, you were quite the player when you played. Do you play basketball anymore? Have you played recently? No, no. When's the last time you played the game? I think it was when Pistol Pete passed away. Really? Pete Maravich, when he passed away, which was what, in the 80s, I think? Uh, 80, 80, I want to say 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, earlier than that, maybe. So how come you haven't played in that long? I, I, I had a stroke, and and, and then I, I would think I was man. I said, you got to give me another chance. I said, I'll have to get out here and play basketball tomorrow. I gave up softball. I used to play softball. Yeah, I gave that up. So what are you doing with your time these days? Just relaxing. (laughs) Otto Petty retired and moved to Florida about four years ago where he says it's great because he no longer has to shovel snow. (laughs) I, I hear him. As a matter of fact, the day I talked with him, it was 30-some degrees that morning here in uh, Kentucky, and he told me it was 80-some degrees down there in the Tampa area. So uh, he's enjoying retirement and life in Florida, where it is pretty much sunshine all the time. So good for him. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, a visit again with Ron King, and we'll talk about that one game in his career in his college career, where they almost won a national championship, a very monumental game in Florida State basketball history. That's coming up in just a moment. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. You're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories.
I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can add value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity. If you don't recognize my talent and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? You can remember that it worked. It's what people can do. It's what people can do that matters. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where I've been talking with Ron King and Otto Petty, both members of the 1969 Louisville Central High School basketball team that uh, knocked off Ohio County to win the state championship that year, won the Sweet 16, and Ron King was Kentucky's Mr. Basketball that year. They both went on to play their college ball at Florida State, Many thought that Ron King would go to UofL, but UofL did not recruit Otto Petty, and King said he was going to go play with his buddy, and wherever Otto Petty went, that's where he was going. So UofL didn't want Otto Petty, so King said no to UofL, and they both signed at Florida State. And at Florida State, uh, King scored uh, more than 1,200 points in his career, and you got to remember back then, Freshmen were not eligible to play varsity, so you only had a three-year career at most if uh, you played college ball and used all your eligibility. King, a 6'4 shooting guard, he scored more than 1,200 points in his career, an average of 19.6 points per game. So um, he scored uh, just under 20 points per game for his career. And he set a school single-game scoring record of 46 points that came against uh, Georgia Southern back in 1971. Otto Petty, by the way, was not known as a scorer. He was a five foot seven point guard, but uh, also significant contributor to that Florida State team. Starter on that team when they went to the 1972 NCAA championship, where they lost to UCLA, only lost by five points, and uh, he was an outstanding player for Florida State as well. As a matter of fact, uh, he set a school record with the 602 assists when he was there as a three-year letterman for Florida State. So again, they come close to winning a national championship. Maybe the last great Florida State team was that 1972 team that got knocked off by UCLA in the championship. On the way, along the way, they knocked off North Carolina, and they also knocked off Kentucky, and we'll get more into that in a little bit. But I asked Ron King about that championship game against UCLA, and how they came so very close to winning it. We would have beat them if I had played the whole game. It would have been the second biggest upset of all time. All right, then check this out. We planned them, you know, they only beat us by five, so they were supposed to be as close as anybody had been to them. But I had 27 points. I played 30 minutes. I only had one foul. 
So why am I sitting on the bench for 10 minutes? I asked Coach Jeremy, and we had our 20-year reunion, you know, and uh, you know, back in the day, and I kept asking him, and he, he would never answer me. So we had our little banquet, you know, honoring the 72 team. He said, King been asking me all, all weekend, why, why, why I didn't put him back in the game? He said, King, next time somebody asks you why I took you out and didn't, and didn't put you back in, you just tell them that you had a dumb coach. <laughs> <laughs> he was a comedian anyway. Did you sit the last 10 minutes of the game? No, I sat about, it was, it was in the middle of the second half. I shouldn't have came out like I said. We was up when I come out. So I'm, I'm getting a breeze. I'm thinking maybe a minute, two or something. But, you know, here they come back. They coming back. I'm still sitting over here. And I'm red hot. Man, I'm killing these guys. They can't not touch me. I mean, I'm I'm on fire. I guess I had 27. If I had played the whole game, I probably got 37, at least, or 40. We would have beat them. There's no question in my mind that we wouldn't have beat them. If I had played the whole game, we would have beat them because they couldn't have done with me. But and you stole but Coach, he panicked because he's playing against the great John UCLA. We didn't get nothing about that. First of all, they said, you know, when we before the game started in the paper and everything, UCLA is going to beat Florida State anywhere from 15 to 30 points. And I'm thinking, who the hell they think they are? You know, we, we already beat Kentucky. We beat North Carolina. We beat, man, we beat some good teams. So we, we, we was unheard of. You know, I know nothing about Florida State at that time. So, you know, they said they're going to beat us for 15 and 30. I said, they put their pants on just, just like we do. I mean, I, I wouldn't share them or nothing. You know, I think I'm the best that there was anyway at the time. And like I said, we was killing them. And and Coach Drum just, he, he panicked. He panicked. My wife said he got paid. <laughs> well, but I don't think that. But he was, he was nervous. Why do you be nervous that we got these guys or we got them on the blink? All you do is let me play the whole game. We would have beat them. So you think when he took you out, maybe for a breather, that he just got to put he you did. back he, in? He got, and you should see me. Now, if I was one of the most crazy, I would have said, Coach, can you put me back in? But I'm sitting on the edge looking at it, on the edge of the seat, just kept looking. Uh, you know, like, come on, man. What, what you waiting on? What you waiting for? Come on. Well, how, how does he forget a guy who's – scored for him all year and has 27 in the game for him. I don't know because I have played played Jacksonville. I played the whole game. I had 27. I got it on that. Like I said, he just panicked. He, that's the only thing I can think of. I have no explanation for it. He, so, he, he just panicked. That's all I can think of. So you think, without a doubt, if you'd have played that entire game, you guys would have upset UCLA? There's no question. <laughs> There's no question. They only beat us by five. If I'd have played the whole game, I'd have got forty. I was I was that hot. I, mean, I was killing them. <laughs> That's why I don't know how coaches forget. Even the assistant coach should have been saying, "Hey, you need to get King back in there. You need to get King back in there." I, I don't know what happened. I never will. But to my to I believe it to this day. If I played the whole game, we'd have beat them. That would have been the second biggest upset ever. You know, other than Texas Western beating Kentucky, that would have been just as big as that. If if he had left me in, we we we'd have beat them. It's not I, mean, I leave that to I'll take that to my grave, knowing we'd have beat them if I had played the whole game.
Well, one thing I'm sure you've noticed, Ron King does not lack for confidence. <laughs> he certainly believed in his abilities back then. But, you know, that's the sign of many a great athlete. I'm sure if you asked Michael Jordan, he would have told you he was the best on the floor. Uh, LeBron James would probably tell you today he's the best on the floor. So a lot of great athletes have that trait. But Ron King believed in himself and believed they would have won that championship. I'm looking at the box score, just for the record, uh, by the way, he said he scored 27. That is indeed the case. He had 27 in that game to lead Florida State. The box score says he played 31 minutes out of the 40 minutes. So according to the box score, he only set out nine. King said he set out 10, <laughs> but that was, you know, nearly 50 years ago, so close enough. And um, that UCLA team, by the way, as you know, in the late 60s and early 70s, they ran off a string of seven consecutive NCAA championships, and that year was the sixth out of the seven they won in a row. Uh, that UCLA team was led by Bill Walton. He was their uh, main scorer, or probably most famous player at that time. Uh, he followed uh, Lou Alcindor, who later became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But anyway, Bill Walton on that team, he had 24 points in that championship game. Jamal Wilkes had 23 for UCLA, and Henry Bibby had 18. But leading scorer in the game was Ron King with 27, even though he sat out nine minutes of the contest. And had he played those nine minutes, as you heard him say, he thinks UCLA, um, he thinks, I'm sorry, that Florida State would have won that game, a game they lost by five to the UCLA Bruins. All right, when we come back, more with Ron King because According to him, he could have been the first black athlete to play basketball for Adolph Rupp at the University of Kentucky. Of course, it didn't happen, as you know, but he says it could have. Why did it not happen? Well, he'll explain that when we come back. So stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm back with more with Ron King in just a moment. We hear from a lot of owners that are stressed because their pet isn't behaving the way they expect it to. Usually this is just a training problem, but sometimes the pet isn't a good match for the owner. It's important to be honest about your expectations and to educate yourself about your pet's needs before you take them home. If you have a rigid schedule, a dog might be a good fit since they usually thrive in a structured environment. But if your schedule is always changing, a cat would probably be a better choice since they're a bit more self-sufficient. And you should learn about your individual breeds and their behaviors. A large, active dog usually is not a good choice for an apartment, and pets that shed probably aren't good for people that like their homes to be spotless. Remember, the more effort you put into choosing your pet, the less effort you'll have to put into keeping them as a valuable member of your family. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where I'm talking with Ron King, who helped lead a Central High School out of Louisville to the state championship in basketball. 
1969, they scored 101 points in that game. Most points ever scored in a Sweet 16 basketball championship game. Ron King had 44 points in that one. He and his high school teammate and good friend Otto Petty went on to play college basketball for Florida State University. Many thought King would go to Louisville, but King said he would only go to a place that would also recruit Petty. He said Louisville did not recruit Petty, did not want him, so he shunned Louisville, and they signed for Florida State. And in 1972, they had a great season. They went all the way to the NCAA championship game, and they lost in the finals by five points to Bill Walton and the UCLA Bruins. Talked about the possibility that King could have gone to U of L. There's also the possibility he could have gone to UK. As you know, up until that point, UK had had no black players. And in the summer of 1969, when Ron King graduated, UK signed its first black player. And that was Tom Payne, who also went to a Louisville High School, Louisville Shawnee, which was just down the street from Louisville Central, where Ron King went to high school. So you kind of wonder, why did Adolph Rupp go after Tom Payne when maybe he could have had Ron King? Because after all, I think many th saw Ron King as a better player, and he was Mr. Basketball that year. And instead, they sign Tom Payne as the first black player to go to the University of Kentucky. Well, according to Ron King, he could have been UK's first black player. He had the opportunity, but he turned it down. So he's going to talk about that in just a moment. Another thing he's going to talk about is the fact that in 1972, when Florida State was on its way to that NCAA championship game, they faced up against Kentucky along the way. So Florida State wins that game over Kentucky in the finals of the Mideast Regional. Ron King had a great night that night. It knocked UK out of the tournament. Not only that, it was Adolph Rupp's final game as the UK head coach. That was the end of his career when Florida State defeated them in the Mideast Regional Final up in Dayton in the 1972 NCAA Tournament. So, talk to Ron King about that and also about the possibility that he could have been the first black basketball player to ever play at Kentucky. All right, so on that way to the 72 championship game, you mentioned the fact that Kentucky was one of the teams you knocked off. Yes, you guys sir. won that. You guys won that game by 19 points. You remember yes, much about that game? I remember it well because I got 22 points that game. But uh, what made it so bad? Cause uh, Adolph Rupp tried to recruit me to go to Kentucky to be the first black, right? So right. Uh, he came to my house, and I visited the campus. And Wilbert Hackett and Oliver Curls took me out because they didn't have no, you know, they didn't have no blacks when I went. I went to some mansion and they had all the influential uh, people in Lexington to try to recruit me. So anyway, when we played Kentucky, the the uh, reporters asked Rupp, did, did he try to recruit King? He said, no, I, I didn't even try to get the boy. And that made me so mad, man. You know, because I didn't got he. I mean, he came to my house, and and my sister asked him, "What do you think about that pain boy?" He said, "I don't think we can use him, you know, in my house that day." And then he ended up signing time. That made me mad too. He ended up signing time, 
because he didn't get me, he got pain. But he said he didn't try to recruit me. He didn't try to recruit me. Well, do you think he no said that because maybe he was embarrassed because he didn't get you? I, I guess that's what it was, but he could just say, yeah, I tried. It didn't work out. And that, that made me I got a picture where I don't have no office no more because I'm retired. In my office where I went to Kentucky, and I'm in a mansion on a spiral uh, uh, staircase, me and my mom and a whole lot of, you know, you know, businessmen, you know, big people in Lexington trying to get me. And he did, and I was so glad we beat the hell out of him. <laughs> I had well, to say that, but I was. And that was just a little more, a more motivation for me anyway. Well, why did you not go to Kentucky? I wasn't ready. Simple as that. I wasn't ready to be the first black to go down there, you know, go to Mississippi, Alabama, you know, all the places and get called the N-word. I just wasn't ready for it. I probably could have handled that, but I just wasn't ready. I wouldn't. And then again, if they took my little buddy with me, we, if he had wanted to go with me, we may have, we may have done it together. I wasn't going to do it by myself. No, no, sir. So you win that game, and it turns out to be Rupp's last game. He retired. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> I beat him his last game ever. Uh, I tell people that all the time, all these Kentucky fans that don't know, I tell them that all the time. I'm the last team to beat, beat Rupp. I, I send him home for lying. He's in the last. <laughs> Do you follow UK basketball at all now? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a little, I'm a Florida State fan first. I'm a Louisville, then I'm a Kentucky. When Kentucky playing somebody other than Louisville, I pull for them. You know, a lot of people here don't do that. They want to I'm not like that. I'm not like that. And you know, because I'm from here. So if they're not playing, they play Louisville, Kentucky play off for Louisville. And then when Kentucky play anybody else, I'm from Kentucky, and Louisville play anybody else. I'm from they play Florida State, I'm from Florida State. As he mentioned, he had 22 points for Florida State in that NCAA tournament win against Kentucky back in 1972. Florida State winning it by 19 points. They had four players in double figures, and second leading scorer for Florida State was Otto Petty. He had 13 points. Just in case you're curious as to who played for Kentucky that year, uh, I was looking through the box score. Jim Andrews led Kentucky in scoring in that game. He had 17 points. Tom Parker with 10 points. Ronnie Lyons also had 10 points. Larry Stamper with 9. And Bob McCowan with 5. They were the 5 starters for UK in that game. They only got 3 points off the bench in that loss. Stan Key had 2 points. And Rick Druitz had 1 in that uh, NCAA tournament loss to Florida State. Again in 1972, which was the final game of Adolph Rupp's coaching career. By the way, I do want to touch on Tom Payne just uh, very quickly. Again, he was the first African-American player to play basketball at UK from Louisville Shawnee High School. Of course, his freshman year, he was ineligible because freshmen aren't eligible to play varsity uh, back then. Of course, they are now, but back then they weren't. So his first year as a sophomore, he had a good year, averaged 17 points per game and 10 rebounds. And I forgot to mention, too, he's a big guy, seven foot one, the tallest player to ever play at UK. And um, so it wasn't like with not getting Ron King, they were getting some kind of scrub because Tom Payne was a talented player. And as I say, his sophomore year, his first year at UK, 
He averaged 17 points and 10 rebounds per game. He scored 34 in one game against Georgia. He had 39 in a game against LSU and 30 against Auburn. And unfortunately, that was his only season that he played at UK. And the reason behind that is because during the summer, after his sophomore year, he had a variety of troubles. In August, a police officer cited him for speeding in a new Cadillac, and some were concerned that it was a car maybe UK had bought for him or UK boosters. Not to be the case, it was registered to a Pennsylvania auto dealer, and it was rumored that teams from the NBA and the old American Basketball Association were coveting pain and that the car was a gift from the Pittsburgh Condors of the ABA. And uh, they were wanting to get him in the in the draft. And Payne also had nine hours of incomplete grades that needed to be made up before his return to Kentucky in order to be eligible for his junior year. So with the slim likelihood of being eligible to play, uh, he left Kentucky. He joined 13 other underclassmen in the country in the NBA's first ever supplemental draft. And he ended up signing with the Atlanta Hawks, had a brief career in the NBA. So just wanted to pass that along about Tom Payne. Now, let's get back to Ron King for a moment. So after his college career, he gets drafted in the fourth round by the Golden State Warriors of the NBA, but ends up signing with the Kentucky Colonels in Louisville of the old ABA. He played one season of professional basketball, playing with the Colonels, averaged a little over seven points per game. So the pro career did not quite work out like he wanted it to. We talked about that. So I assume you signed with the Colonels just because you wanted to come back home and play. Exactly. And my sister told me, do not come home. She Why? told me to go to Golden State. Why? Because people, do, you know, some of the guys that was from a little bit of play for the Kirkland Turtles, it didn't pan out other than Ryan Thomas. It didn't pan out well. You know, we had some good ones that played, but it didn't pan out. And she said, you know too many people here. Go to Golden State, which is what I should have did in hindsight. I wish mm -hmm. I had. You know, but, as you know, it is what it is. Because, you know, I knew everybody. I had my buddies and stuff. I played good for the Colonels, though. But I, I didn't have nobody to pull my coat, which was, I thought y'all you do to play good ball, you know. The first game we played with the Colonels, <clears throat> I came out the bench, got 12 points. But we played in Lexington for some reason. I don't know why. Our first game we played Denver Nuggets. Ralph Simpson, uh, Samson was playing. And uh, couldn't nobody ask. So he put me in. I got 12. We won the game. So we rode the bus there. And Roy, you know, since it was in Lexington. But in me, I had an elder ride. I had my buddies riding with me, had some girls waiting on me. <laughs> so when the game was over with, you know, I, after after we left, I said, hey, fellas, good. You know, I'm gone. So the guys didn't even get to celebrate with me. You know, my first game, I'm a rookie, you know. I'm a little bit, I don't, you know, just little stuff like that that I didn't participate in that I should have. You know, in hindsight, I know. But I did, you know, I didn't, I didn't need them guys. I, all I do was play ball, and that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And it hurt me in the end because I ended up getting cut. You got cut after that first season, correct? <clears throat> yes, yes. And I, and I should. Like I said, I was just doing my own thing. But I wasn't hurt nobody. <laughs> you know, I just, I just didn't participate with the fellows. 
because I'm from Louisville. I didn't have to. I thought I didn't have to. Well, did you look into trying to catch on with another team in the ABA or maybe I, NBA I did. Team? I did. I, you know what? I went. I went. I went. So I went to a few teams. I went to Golden State that following year. You know, the next year, and had had a good camp. Well, I went to camp. You know, played real good. Al Adams, the typical me, I never forget it. We, you know, we scrimmaged and playing in the summer league. I was fifteen points a game. Mm-hmm. I, I played good. I went to Golden State, and they was uh, uh, Coach Allen said, "Time out, come in, come in, come in, fella, come in, fella." He said, "Some of you guys are shooting bad shots. I can't shoot these long balls out here." He said, "I don't want to see you guys shoot that." I said, "I won't see nobody shoot from out here but King. King's the only one who can shoot from out here, and that was a hell of a compliment." So I thought I was going to make. I was a cut on that team. That's when they had Phil Smith and all them guys. I yeah. was the last cut. So I went over Europe for a while I played. Ron King, now still very active in softball. He plays slow-pitch softball. And from what I understand, the people who've seen him play say he's outstanding. So uh, I talked to him about that, among a few other things. So we'll continue my conversation with Ron King. Are you still playing softball? I was. I'm not playing this year because... I think the activity, athletics, and color, I got to get a knee replacement, in other words. Really? Yes, and it's been years. It's the first time I've been down in a while. I hurt my leg playing softball uh, about three years ago. I had a slight tear in my meniscus, but I didn't need an operation. This year, it kept hurting every day, so I went back to the doctor, and it's bone to bone, so I got to get a knee replacement. So I'm not playing this year, and I wasn't going to play anyway because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, my guys went to Knoxville a couple weeks ago, and they got busted up. And one guy came back with the virus. So I, I wouldn't have played if if I was able because I'm just scared because of the, you know, the virus, the pandemic virus is out. So once you get the knee replacement, and once this pandemic is behind us, will you start playing again? Yes, I'll be playing 70 and over next year. So how do you feel other than your knees hurting? Oh, I'm great, man. I'm in good shape for old man. <laughs> yeah. Are I you do. still playing are you still playing basketball? No, 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 no. And I work with kids. I just retired uh last Friday. I went Metro Parks, you know, I was with uh I was working with the young kids, and the funny thing, I still shoot. You know, I've, I've been a shooter all my life, so that's like riding a bicycle. So the kids would say, Mr. King, uh, you can't shoot no more. you too old. So i say, well, it costs you to find out, so we'll bet a dollar or something. And I tell you, we're going to play around the world, go around and come back with no chances. I mean, you know, you can't, if you miss, you can't chance. You stay where you are. Because I don't play like I used to, but it takes me a while to warm up. And we'll play four out of seven, and I haven't lost yet. <laughs> <laughs> over over how many years? Oh, it's been a while. Like I say I'm 69 right now. So you know, it, it it. I mean, I don't. I can shoot. You know, I was a pure shooter. So I said, that's why I tell the guys, y'all guys are streak shooters. I said I was a pure shooter. It's a big difference. So, you know, you know, they, they might win the first game, and I went, 
And they said, well, let's play again, Mr. King. I said, you know, I done got hot now. I said, for what? I'm not going to miss now. So I go around, come all the way back. And they, they say, I'm lucky. <laughs> it, it's great. They still challenge me every now and then. And I still whoop their butt. Ron King, 69 years old, and he still does not lack for confidence. He will get his knee replacement surgery done and be back on the softball field next year. My thanks to Ron King for his time. My thanks to Otto Petty. And thanks to you for listening. I'll be back next week with a brand new show. Until then, I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can add value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization. If I'm not given the opportunity, If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? You can remember that it worked. It's what people can do. It's what people can do that matters. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org.